Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. All right, you guys, (laughs) welcome back to the podcast in this new scenery. If you're, this is an episode you have to see on YouTube, at least like if you haven't watched one episode on YouTube, like now's the time to do it because we had a complete scene change, which I feel like the vibe here is like already so different from what it was when I was back in Utah, but I'm honestly here for it. We're here on a couch. I have a little teeny cute sleeper sofa, like pullout couch in my Airbnb, which I didn't even know was here. I knew there was a little couch, but I did not know it was a sleeper sofa. But anyways, as soon as I came in here, I was like, that is where I'm going to be podcasting. Like it just felt right. And so I feel like we just went from me like hosting, like I feel like last time, like the vibes were like, oh, she's hosting a talk show. And now it's like, oh, like we're chilling, like just vibing, hanging out. I'm really here for it. I really like it. I don't know, though. It just it really is like so different. Like I used to be at a desk (laughs) all like proper with my computer. And now we're just hanging out on my couch in my free people one piece. But I'm here for it. I really like it. So Welcome back. Also, as I was outlining this episode, you guys, I completely forgot. Like, I'm well aware that I said last episode that I was going to do a Q&A and I completely forgot until I was outlining this one. And uh, here we are. So I think I'm going to do that next week. I'll do a Q&A because I really seriously do want to do them about like every 10 episodes or so. So I probably will do that next week. So again, go to my Instagram if you don't follow me there already because I will probably do a question box this week. Not probably. I will do a question box this week because I'm going to remember. I just forgot because it's been two freaking weeks, which is also crazy because last week was the first week I've ever skipped since starting this podcast, which was also weird for me, but I just kind of needed the space since coming here to Hawaii. Also, yes, if that's not clear, I'm reporting live from Hawaii. So it felt weird to take that week off, but I needed it. And also even just like in terms of my creativity and stuff, like I kind of felt like I was hitting a little bit of a wall here. I wasn't as like passionate about the messages that I was putting out, or I just felt like I was thinking too hard, harder than I wanted to think to create these episodes for you guys. So I feel like that break was really necessary for me. And I'm super really excited about this episode. So I'm feeling good about this. Also, I'm not using my mic stand, which is crazy, but I also like it better. So many changes, but changes I feel like are, they're a good thing. But usually I would have my little mic stand and like have my mic be like, you know, fixed at a fixed place on my desk, but I'm just holding it. We're free balling it and I really like it. So for the gratitude for this episode, this is actually crazy because I, today was the first day that I actually did my morning routine outside. And also I've been here for a little bit, just over a week. So I'm recording this on Saturday, April 2nd. And on the last Thursday, was that the 31st? Yes, on the 31st, I had been here for a full week. So now it's been a little bit over a week here in Hawaii. I guess I'll just do a mini life update. Actually, I wanted to do this, but I was going to do it after gratitude, but it's just flowing right now. I am going to put I'll put a timestamp in the show notes in case you want to skip this and just go right to the episode. But in terms of a quick life update, you guys like I 
am thriving <laughs> thriving in the least like annoying way and in the most genuine way like I'm not just saying that at first when I got here don't get me wrong I did struggle a little bit like it took me a second to get into like finding a flow getting into a routine getting accustomed and attuned to this living space um if you guys don't know like this is my first time completely living 100% by myself alone in a place that I completely paid for and just like having this newfound independence like I've never felt it before and you know I come from a very involved family which I'm blessed to say but I've never been able to really fully have my space and when I did have my space I was like with roommates in college so it just was different and I was not nearly as I guess I had not stepped into myself like I have now so it's crazy to like be where I am in terms of my healing journey, personal development journey and spiritual journey and now being able to have my own space. It's super powerful. And also just it took me a second to get my whereabouts here and get, you know, get orientated, I want to say, while being here and stuff like that. So now I finally feel like I am getting in that flow and things are starting to feel more comfortable to me. And like, I don't know, I a few. I don't, what day was that? I feel like at the beginning of this week, so like Monday or Tuesday, don't ask me why, but I was on the phone with my dad. And for some reason, like I was like, I feel like I was getting emotional. It's like, I feel like I want to cry. And it wasn't necessarily happy tears. It wasn't sad tears, but it was like, I was overwhelmed. That's how I felt. I was like, I felt overwhelmed. I felt almost lost because there was like so many options that I, there's, you know what I mean? Like there's so much opportunity. There's so much I could do here. It was almost overwhelming. And I didn't realize how much pressure and expectation I had put on myself for coming here until that day when I felt like I wanted to cry. Like I felt like I had so much, I put so much expectation on myself for, you know, what I wanted to see and do and like the people I wanted to meet here in my personal life, but also with work of all the things I wanted to create. And like here it's like, and especially the work I could do to begin with, like my type of job, I can, there's always work to be done. I could always be creating some piece of content and never ends. I could always be working on a project. I could start a new project. And so especially being here, I felt like I was like, do I want to make a TikTok? Do I want to, you know, take Instagram photos? Do I want to vlog? Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? Like, do I want it to be about this? Like there were just were so many options to me. It was almost overwhelming. And I didn't realize the expectation that I put on myself for the things that I wanted to create while I was here. So kind of I journaled about it, of course. And then kind of once I had that realization, it kind of took the weight off. And I was like, okay, you know, like this, my, my content doesn't need to be up to a certain bar just because I'm in Hawaii and usually people's content here is super high quality or I don't need to create anything specific because now people have expectations for me because I'm in Hawaii. Like I just like took a breath and was like, okay, those are my underlying feelings. I don't need to accept those feelings. Those are all just preconceived, you know, ideas and subconscious programmings that I have in my head. I'm here to, I'm here for me first and foremost, and I'm here to create what I authentically and genuinely feel called to create let my creativity guide me and don't try to feel like I need to fit into a box or with like I guess fulfills people's images of me or withhold their expectations for me this this trip is for me this space is for me live fit is for me it's a place where I'm able to express myself my authentic creative expression and I just kind of needed to remember that and embody that again so I don't want to say it's been like a breeze since I got here but once I it taken me a second to get in the flow but I do finally feel like I'm there I also kind of did want to say I kind of felt a lull in my spirituality I kind of felt fogged so like I said I just think it took a second for me to kind of get into a custom to this space and sink into this space and it's crazy because now I feel like my spirituality like my connection to the uni is coming back for sure I'm feeling inspired again I'm feeling passionate again I'm feeling like a lot of my creativity is coming back like I'm starting to get all these genuine ideas of what I'm feeling called to create instead 
instead of what should I create, if that makes sense. So things have been going really well. I love my apartment. Um, if you haven't seen it already, I have a, I just uploaded my first Hawaii vlog on YouTube. Um, and I went surfing for the first time the other day, which is going to be another vlog that's going to be up on Tuesday. So if you're not on the YouTube train, definitely would recommend it because there's a lot of good stuff on there. And I just, I'm already so excited to make more videos because it's just so fun. So back to this episode. In terms of my gratitude, the reason why I got on that tangent is because I was going to say this was the first morning that I went outside to do my morning routine. I can walk to a little beach park near me. So I went there this morning. I walked there like 645 did my, I meditated, did my journaling, did my gratitude, affirmations, a little bit of breath work. Like I kind of did everything. I did cards, but it, just, it wasn't, you know, like it just like a little taste of everything that I just felt like doing. And when I journaled to do my grad, my, I wrote a gratitude list. And the first thing I wrote was just everything. <laughs> I literally said everything. haha. And yeah. So I don't know. That's kind of just what I want to say I'm grateful for. Like, I just really feel like I'm in the space where I'm grateful for truly everything around me. Because how can I not? I'm in my dream place. This is the place I've always dreamed of. I love my apartment. I love where I am. I feel so safe. Of course, there's things that I could approve upon, but there's so many things here right now that I just am really thankful for. And that's just my gratitude for today is just everything. I'm just really thankful for where I'm at today, just I guess in every sense of the word. And sometimes it can be that simple. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it doesn't need to be this specific, unique thing. Like I'm just thankful for everything today and I'm holding on to that. So today I'm going to be talking about the three pillars of a fulfilling life. Now, this actually came to me as a download yesterday when I was walking. I thought of all of this and I was like, actually, I would love to speak about that on the podcast. So I don't mean like the three pillars to fulfilling life, like, you know, make sure you exercise and have a you know, have faith, have a spiritual practice. Those are all like action steps to me. I'm talking about like foundational core vibrational frequencies that I feel like every single, I guess, relevant action will stem effortlessly and inevitably and inherently from operating in these states of vibrational frequency. Like this to me is kind of like the root of any other's action that I could possibly tell you or like I guess what you hear in other podcasts about like action steps to take this to me is like even the most foundational most rooted most stripped back version that I could give you of just these core vibrational frequencies that if you operate in this flow the actions to yield these things and to allow these things to manifest into your 3D reality will be effortless. And that's what's going to inevitably give you that fulfilling life and make you feel truly fulfilled and at peace on the inside, which is like the most that I could ever ask for for anybody. So the three, I guess I'll just tell you before to give you a spoiler alert, but the three pillars are unconditional love, truth, and of course, gratitude. You guys know we can't get too far without me sharing, <laughs> having gratitude in there. So firstly is love. Now to me, it's no secret to me that love is the absolute highest vibrational frequency that you can operate at. It just is. It is the most powerful force you can be at. It's just life in the highest alignment as well. I think that's where the most peace would lie if everyone lived in that vibrational state. And honestly, I wanted to share this because someone that I know, he, we were talking and I think we we're talking about religion. It must have been, but, and he's also very spiritual. And he said, love is the religion. And that stuck with me 
so much, like it was so simple, but so profound and so true and had so much, just so much truth and clarity to it. And I was like, yes, that's exactly it. Like love is what truly genuinely makes this world, the world go round and all good things in life are rooted in love. And even sometimes the things that don't seem like the good things on the surface level, like just everything, love is what it's all about. And I just can't preach it enough. And so that of course had to be one of my main pillars. It's just so, so important, so impactful, so moving and so powerful. But specifically, I have unconditional love for a reason. And this is something that I've been diving into and exploring deeper recently as I've been learning more about it. And to me, when I used to think of unconditional love, right when I was younger, because I feel like it's like a pretty common, I want to say expression. That's what it was in my head. It seemed to be more of an expression, like an unconditional love. And when I think about it, my previous definition of it, it definitely kind of, I want to say it seemed a little bit unhealthy in the sense, because to me, unconditional love was like, I love you no matter what. Right. And which is beautiful, right? Like that's loyalty. It's always going to be there, but it almost, when I think about it, it it lacked boundaries. It was a love that lacked self-respect almost, almost like I don't really care about what my needs are, what my desires are, my boundaries are. It doesn't matter because I'm going to love you no matter what. It kind of seemed like entitled love when I think about it. Right. And so that was something that really changed, I guess now as I've kind of updated my perspective and my understanding of unconditional love. So this could be a whole podcast in and of itself of unconditional love versus conditional love. But in terms of my own takeaway and my own like digestion of what I've been learning about unconditional love, unconditional love is one that is free from the need to control. If I had to find like a root foundational difference between conditional versus unconditional love, you know, it all goes back and stems from the fact that unconditional love is free of the need to control. It's free of the need to have someone else like fit a certain image. It's the freeing yourself of like a certain idea uh, or like have the having the other person need to live out a certain agreement or viewpoint that you have in your own head about the person they should be. It's with yourself, right? Unconditional love with yourself is letting go of these expectations that you have on yourself, that you need to have certain accomplishments in order to feel like you can love yourself, that you need to look a certain way in order to love yourself. All of these things are all examples are free of all of those things is when you're loving from a place of unconditional love. Whereas conditional love is the opposite of all those things. Like I'm saying, conditional love is it's fear-based. It's, it's jealous when it involves other people. It's possessive, right? It tries to control who the other person should be in terms of self-love. It's trying to control who you should be feeling like you need to be a certain way, do a certain thing, look a certain way, act a certain way in order to feel worthy and deserving for love right? So unconditional love is seeing everyone, including yourself, as worthy, deserving, and enough, as lovable, just for being them, just because they have a pulse, just because they have a spirit, just because they're here on earth. Not even if they're here on earth, just because you're an energetic being. Unconditional love is I always, the, the most prominent word that I just want to say is that unconditional love is compassionate. It's 
it's giving, it's graceful. And I don't mean it's graceful in the sense, I mean grace in the sense of like when I say have grace with yourself, right? Like it's forgiving. It doesn't hold people or yourself in these boxes or have these crazy, you know, expectations or things like that or feel like they need to perform or be a certain way to be lovable. Unconditional love is just knowing that you're deserving and worthy of love just as you are. And it has compassion with people who may be acting from a lower vibrational state because you know that they are healing from traumas and that it's just their lower self that they're still on their healing journey. That's living from a place of unconditional love as opposed to feeling like, wow, they just completely said a really shitty comment to me. They suck. You deserve nothing. And you know, whatever the case may be like that's being from a place of conditional love as opposed to unconditional love. It's, it's seeing the world through forgiving fond eyes is what it truly is. And the reason why I have this as such like a foundational pillar is because I have written here, happiness lies in love, joy lies in love. When someone feels loved, we're, listen, that's another thing I realized too. We're just another species, okay, whether our ego tells us that or not, but we all want community. We all want to feel loved. We all want to feel like we have a place. It's That's just not going to change. And so loved people want others to feel loved. People who are happy want other people to feel happy. And so when you're truly in this vibrational frequency, in this state, when you're operating in the frequency of love, this is what I mean when I kind of said in the beginning of the episode, Everything is going to effortlessly stem off of when you are truly in this vibrational state. You're going to feel happy. You're going to you want to you're going to want to help other people feel happy. You're going to want to go out of your way to make other people feel loved, feel seen, feel heard, feel understood. And that right there is what's going to build more community, more love between all of us as a society as a whole and will help to raise us up, raise our elevation of consciousness as a whole, as a collective. And that's what's truly going to change the world when more people start acting out of a place of love. And one more thing that's coming to my head about unconditional love versus conditional love. I feel like if I were to tell someone to try to embody more love, act out of love more often, I feel like the first step, if I were to say that to a relatively unconscious person, the first you know, method and route they're going to take is most likely going to be conditional love, rightfully so. I feel like that's the next level, right? And that's still offering people love, but that's offering people love, like I said, to people who you agree with, people who kind of fit in your lane, people who it's, it's, it's easier to love when you're in that space because there's less resistance. Does that make sense? It's someone who it's kind of like, yeah, it's easy to agree with someone who has your same opinion, (laughs) but it's harder to find a common ground or a compromise with someone who completely has an opposite viewpoint for you. Right. And so unconditional love is the love that's going to fill in those gaps and, and, and build those bridges between the different groups of people in life, in your life who don't always agree with you or have different viewpoints or challenge you or even yourself, like when there's pieces of yourself that you don't truly always like about yourself, seeing yourself with unconditional love, giving yourself unconditional love, gets rid of those borders, those boundaries, those blocks, I guess would be the best word. And I want to say those egoic blocks, which really don't mean anything, but they're just our ego on the 3D and the physical human realm that's causing us to block us from giving love to ourselves and from one another just because of simple, silly mental restrictions we have in our head like once you free yourself from those things unconditional love is what's going to build those bridges and fulfill fill in those gaps that conditional love leaves us with the next pillar number two is truth now this came about because I was 
walking again and thinking about if just because someone is a certain way in one area, does it imply that it means something else about who they are in another area? Because, for example, I was speaking about like if someone really wants to be wealthy and lives like a really luxurious, wealthy life, does that necessarily mean that they are not a down to earth person? And that was something I was asking myself. I don't know why I was thinking about it, but I was. And I was like, does that necessarily inherently imply that they are not a down to earth person? And honestly, my opinion was, no, it doesn't imply that because I truly genuinely feel like everything in life is relative and is subjective, like 100%. And I thought as long as that person is truly living in their own truth, it's okay if it's different or if it contradicts another part of their personality. I've always felt that way, like it's okay to have different facets of you that don't directly complement one another like it's okay if they contradict each other a little bit and so I just felt like as long as they were living in their own truth you know there should be nothing wrong if they want to live a wealthy life or if they want to live in the middle of nowhere off the grid in a farm like it doesn't really imply anything that one person is more shallow than the other person and that's when it kind of hit me for this whole other big pillar foundational pillar of life and now like I said like so many different facets stem off, stem off of this one pillar of truth because another word that you could use is authenticity which I thought to kind of use that word in this episode but authenticity to me is very like I want to say that it's personified like it's very much so like the you know honest expression of oneself is what I would describe it as like it's very kind of individual of you know just that person's expression of their genuine wants needs desires expression what they want to say what they want to wear what they want to do like that to me is authenticity which it can still be applied to like action steps right like what you authentically want to do but here I mean truth also in the sense of morally right like living with good character doing the right thing living honestly being truthful like to yourself to others the way you live life like with your actions so like I felt like just going deeper and kind of using the term as truth just went even deeper and covered all all bases of this and just simply doing the right thing and like not living a lie and what's sad is that I feel like a lot of people don't do this And, and, and to the sense of like I feel like it's so common for people to do those little white lies here and there all the time and they just they end up completely adding up and they manifest in your life like in one way or another and so just living honestly living truthfully like a so powerful and something that my dad actually said which I really loved this quote he said when you're authentic time is on your side and you can even substitute like for the word truthful like that 100% will work as well but when you're living your truth and you're living honestly like that and and you're able to be completely vulnerable because you have nothing to hide like you're just stripped open there's no shield that you need to have there's no you know shade or anything that you need to put over yourself to protect yourself from people to see the real you that is so freeing and so liberating and that's when you can actually lay your head down at night and sleep peacefully and that's such an important thing to me like guilt is such a low vibration behavior and just being able to actually have pride and trust in yourself of knowing like I am living honestly every single day I'm doing the best I can every single day because I'm giving it my honest effort I'm living authentically as I can I'm doing what I want I'm doing I'm having my actions in alignment with what I say and what I want and the person I want to be all of that to me is just living honestly and it it, it just is so powerful and like I said when people don't do that when you don't do that that is what causes an energetic misalignment 
And like I said, it manifests in your life in so many different ways and causes internal discomfort. And that's when there's like a literal energetic misalignment within you. And that's truly what I believe that manifests as like depression, anxiety, overthinking, all that sort of stuff. Like that is when there's an energetic misalignment. And when you're not living in your truth, when you're not doing what your authentic self wants, when you're not listening to your authentic self, when you're not following your intuition, when you're not being genuinely just honest, when you're lying to people, when you're just trying to cover things up like that to me is all such low vibrational frequency behavior and does nothing but cause more misalignment with the person that you are and just lowers your vibrational frequency. Like, I don't know how else to say it, but I just think about it. It's like, I, when I think about it, I just I don't want to live a lie. I refuse to live a lie. And if it's, you know, like I just would rather be painstakingly open and truthful and honest and vulnerable than try to cover up and live a lie. Like what I don't know how else to say purvey that, I guess, magnitude of what that means to me. But just that that phrase of living a lie like makes me want to shudder. Like I just don't. It's just not what life is about to me. And so. I want to do everything I can in my power to not live a lie and live my authentic, honest truth, live what's in alignment with me. And that's another great, I guess, alley that I could take this as well as like living in your truth is living in alignment, living in alignment with the person you want to be with the life you want to have, all of those sorts of things. And again, it's so powerful and that's what's going to give you inner peace and feel aligned and fulfilled on the inside to live your overall best life and just not feel so conflicted all the time, which I feel like the people who don't live in their truth, don't live in alignment, they always feel that that sense of confliction like within themselves. So third, third and final pillar is gratitude. You guys know I could go on and on and on about gratitude. And this is just something that is so powerful on its own and honestly like so many of you like if you guys don't already practice gratitude if you started you would feel the benefits of it so much faster than you think like it really does not need to be as complicated and I feel like sometimes it sounds almost a little bit more daunting than it is but just being appreciative is truly everything like I said it is so powerful it's so transformative and I heard a quote actually it was in Hannah Maloche's um, morning routine YouTube video which if you don't know her check her out. I love her. I don't know why she, her and Lexi Hildago, I've been obsessed with them. But her quote said that thankfulness is an emotion. Gratitude is an action. Something like that. It was in her five minute journal. It was something like that. It kind of sparked, I guess, my own thought where I feel like thankfulness is kind of the emotion where gratitude is the actual vibrational frequency. Like gratitude is when you embody feeling thankful like it's in your energetic vibration vibration it's in your frequency it's it's who you are you embody it you're vibrating at that frequency like I almost want to say it's not something that you just feel anymore like it's like you are it is kind of how I see gratitude now it's like it's the pace that you're operating at like I and here's actually a good analogy that I'm just thinking of right now it's kind of like if thinking about what you're driving when you're driving at 45 miles per hour like that's your pace like you are in that flow like that is what you are operating at that's what I feel like is when you're in the flow of any of these vibrational frequencies it's like you are setting yourself at that that if you're putting on cruise control you're putting yourself in that miles per hour and that's where you're flowing and you're like truly genuinely embodying that pace or another really common analogy is like tuning into a frequency 
frequency of like a radio station. It's being so in alignment that you're like embodying that frequency, that pace, and that that it becomes you. It's what you are truly flowing at. It's not something you're experiencing. It's not something you're feeling like you are literally in the pace, in the flow of that vibrational frequency. And that's truly what I feel like gratitude is. And so not only does it raise like your vibrational, truly your vibrational frequency, which is going to allow other high vibe things to come into your life because that's what you're going to be an energetic match for, but it also just completely changes your perspective on life. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Life is truly the yin yang symbol, right? There's good and there's bad. There's just as much good as there's just as much bad. There's good in the bad and there's bad in the good. It's it's completely a, it's a mirror. It's all one. It seamlessly completes the whole, but it's truly up to you to choose what you see and what you focus on and what you want to live from. And being appreciative of just even the smallest things in your day or just focusing on just the smallest good things in your day that take up that yin yang symbol. It builds up so much powerful, positive momentum for the rest of your day that really will allow you to see life through a rose colored lens. Like it truly just completely changes your entire outlook and like that it's just it's truly everything and it's so important and a book the master of self that I just recently finished by Don Miguel Ruiz which again I have all of my books linked in my Amazon storefront down below um, he used the analogy of the parasite or the ally which I really loved and he essentially would just speak about how the same situation two people could be in the exact situation which I've spoken about this before, but I loved his specific metaphor metaphor for it, is that two people can be in the exact same situation, but just simply because two people had different viewpoints, they took away completely different experiences from it. So the, here specifically, like the parasite, the parasite is someone like if you're looking back on your childhood, the parasite is going to find all the things that were really crappy about your situation of your childhood, everything that caused you trauma, everything that caused you pain, everything that wasn't enough. Whereas the ally is almost like the advocate where it's going to say, hey, I had so many lessons from this experience or look at all these good things that happened or look at all still the love that I was able to experience in the midst of the trauma all that sort of stuff like it's it's just the concept that really nothing is truly either good or bad but that's another good quote but thinking makes it so it's kind of up to you to see what what do you see out of the situation a situation is neutral it just is what it is but it's up to your perception to take away if it's going to make you feel good or if it's going to make you feel bad if you're going to use it for something constructive or if you're going to use it for something to be deconstructive another great example of this is in my art class in high school which I wanted to do another episode on this we talked about the negative versus the positive space and I remember this clear as day it was not meant to be a profound thing but it lit off a light bulb for me to have a completely new perspective on life he had us draw a chair and he had us think of the positive space and the negative space of the chair so the positive space would be the actual oh I just moved the camera the positive space would be the actual chair itself and the negative space would be everything that took up the space I guess around the chair so if you were to kind of have the chair be in white and color everything around it black. If you were to take out the chair and looked at all the space around the chair, it'd be hollow right where the chair was. That is considered the negative space, but the chair itself, right, is considered the positive space. And I know that might even go over people's, some people's heads, but that to me lit off a light bulb that it was kind of like, there's two exact opposites of every single situation. There's two sides to every single situation. You can either focus on the negative space of a situation or you could focus on the positive space of the situation. It's still the same subject. You're still looking at the same thing. It's just what you're choosing to focus on that is so completely impactful. 
And practicing gratitude just really allows you to stay in such a prosperous, prosperous headspace. And gratitude specifically, I this also was a download that I really thought of. Gratitude brings peace. With gratitude, there is peace. And it really allows you to stay in the present moment. Because as humans, we get so caught up in wanting more. Right. It's I think it's just a part of our human nature. And I, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. But when we're always wanting more. Right. That means we don't have it now. That means we're looking towards the future for one that is going to come to give us more. So a lot of us are always living in the future because we're always wanting and striving for more, which, again, has its own you know value to that as well. It helps us stay goal oriented and move forward in life. But Gratitude is what will allow us to pull us back into that present moment because it brings peace for what's here and what's now. It it allows you to be appreciative for what's here and what's now and really pulls you into the present moment. And I think that's why gratitude is so peaceful. It makes me feel so at peace when I'm practicing it because it doesn't, it gets rid of that forefront of the wondering of the anxiety of the future and just brings me into the present moment. And there's something that almost I feel like is unexplainable about how peaceful it is when you truly are actually operating in the present moment. And when you just really grasp the fact, the concept that like life and your reality truly is just simply an accumulation, an accumulation of your perspective, you fully understand how powerful gratitude really is. Because when you realize it truly is all your perspective, choosing to look at life through a perspective of appreciation and gratitude is going to make everything in your life just seem 10, 10 times better because again, you're looking at life through those rose-colored glasses. So I think I'm going to end this here. I really outlined this episode very in depth because I just was on a roll and I was writing it out and I feel like I wrote too much today. <laughs> like I should have just started recording it but nevertheless I really really love this message and I feel really strongly about this so again just to recap the three pillars of a fulfilling life are unconditional love truth and gratitude that is where you will find inner peace inner joy fulfillment and I kind of just want to say contentment in the sense of just feeling at peace with everything and understanding that everything has its place. So for the affirmation for this episode, I have, I live in the frequency of unconditional love, truth, and gratitude. I live in the frequency of unconditional love, truth, and gratitude. So that is it for this episode. I really loved sitting on the couch. I was really vibing out here. (laughs) I'm really excited to bring more episodes to you guys and just continuing to be more inspired inspired while I'm here. So thank you guys so, so much for listening or watching wherever you guys are consuming this. I'm sending you guys so, so much love. Have a really good week. Crush it. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.